1: Good morning. Well, that is the story of Good Friday, is it not? It's the whole reason that we are here this morning, remembering Jesus and all that he has done. And this Good Friday and this Easter season, I've really been struck by one thing from one of the scriptures that Simon actually shared just before. It was in Luke 23, verses 44. And it says this, By this time it was about noon and darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. The light from the sun was gone. Jesus was there hanging on that cross, being crucified and darkness fell across the land. Picture yourself there on the outskirts of the city, Watching as three men were being crucified, two of them criminals, one of them the innocent Son of God. It's the middle of the day, about 12pm, when the sun is meant to sit high in the sky and illuminate the earth, but for three hours, the sun is dark, the earth is surrounded in a fog, and Jesus is hanging there. It's almost as though the earth is aware of what is happening and is groaning under the weight of it. Jesus had previously said to the crowds in John 8, I am the light of the world. And if you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. But here, in this moment, on Good Friday, darkness was covering the earth and he was there hanging on that cross. Light. We're surrounded this morning by candles. There's something infectious about light. It captures our attention and it draws us in and it keeps us captivated. Have you ever noticed when you go to the movies that they dim the lights so you can watch the screen and be fully immersed in the story? Or have you ever stood in the middle of a paddock in the depth of the night and just looked up at the stars? Have they ever looked so bright then in that moment? What about Christmas tree lights you know, we drive around when it's dark in our cars just so we can go and view the lights that people have put up. Because again, those lights look best in the dark. Or what about fireworks? They only happen at nighttime, So we can see the light and, and be fully immersed as we watch them dance across the sky. Light seems to shine so much brighter. When the rest of the atmosphere is dark. And that's something that is happening in this moment on Good Friday as Jesus is there on the cross. Looking from the outside onto this scene, it appears that defeat has conquered and that darkness has won. But what's the opposite of darkness? It's light. And Jesus said that He is the light of the world. At any given moment, we have a choice to either turn towards Him or away from Him. Turning means a change in direction, to alter or adjust. Where is your focus this Good Friday? And in this moment, as He's hanging on the cross... Jesus is changing perspective. While it looks impossible that anything good could come from this situation, the situation is going to change the course of history forever. It is said of us in 1 Peter, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession." As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Jesus had to be light in dark places so that we could be carriers of his light. The enemy thought he'd won when Jesus was crucified, but he didn't yet know about Easter Sunday. That three days, only three days later, Jesus would rise from the dead, defeating death and hell. Something was ignited in that day that could never, ever be extinguished. Jesus bore the weight and the penalty of our sin so we could have life. He substituted His life so that we could have ours darkness lost its strength that's the power of the cross hell lost everything because of the redeemer Jesus the light of the world paid, redeemed and demonstrated once and for all that he is the light of the world Calvary is where heaven met me and where heaven meets you Matthew 5 here's another way to put it you're here to be light bring out bringing out the God colors in the world God is not a secret to be kept because we're going public with this as public as a city on a hill if I make you light bearers don't you think I'm don't think I'm gonna hide you under a bucket do you I'm keeping open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. We're called to share His love to others. Ephesians 5 goes on to explain, Watch what God does and then you do it. Like children who learn proper behaviour from their parents, mostly what God does is love you. Keep company with Him and learn the life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of Himself to us. And you so we can find ourselves on Good Friday asking ourselves why why would Jesus go to the cross I think there's a few reasons love love made him do it his motivation all along was love because God is love We cannot fully understand God without understanding Him. Understand love without understanding Him. He loves us so much that He was willing to die on a cross so that we would know Him, accept His love, and follow in His ways. But why would He stay there? I kept Him there. You kept Him there. When the pain was excruciating, the humiliation was hurled at him, and it seemed that so many had abandoned him, he did it for me. And he did it for you. Hanging on the cross that day, there wasn't one moment when Jesus asked for or took a break. He endured the cross. It was hard, it was painful. And it cost him everything. But why did he need to do it? God, God needed a perfect sacrifice to atone for all the things that you and I have done wrong. From the moment that sin entered the world, when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, there was a fracture to the perfect relationship that God desires with us. Each person who has walked the earth from Uh, Until now, and those who will come after us are sinful. We mess up. We do wrong things. And God and sin can't go together. It required a perfect sacrifice to pay the price once and for all. The punishment for sin is death. Instead of us having to pay the price for our sin, Jesus took our place. He died on the cross and wiped away our sins so that we can be in relationship with God. And now humanity benefits. Humanity is us. Every person who walks the earth, we are the beneficiaries because of what took place on Good Friday. God wanted to know there was a way for Him to continually have relationship with us. The Son of God came to earth to become the Son of Man so we could live a life without, so He could live a life perfect and without sin, taking upon Himself all of our sin when He went to the cross that day. All the things that we do wrong, all the things that you and I mess up. And He went and He paid the penalty so we didn't have to. And that leads us to the triumphant victory. That's the next part of the story, the part where we celebrate on Easter Sunday. Not only did Jesus die, but He also rose again three days later. This triumphant victory secured an accomplishment that can never, ever be undone. Jesus overcame death and hell and rose victorious on the third day. Jesus died on the cross for us that Good Friday so that we could move from darkness to light, from hopelessness to hope-filled, from lost to found. And so once we find Jesus, we can also be carriers of his light to others. One light in darkness still has an impact. Light will always overtake the darkness even if that light is only small. It has still a massive impact. It illuminates that space and penetrates through the heaviness of the darkness. It shows up and sticks out and it cannot be hidden. But imagine what happens when one person shares the light that they found in Jesus to another. That person Shares with another, and that person can share with another, and that person can share with another. And the good thing is that you know, if it goes out, if we lose our passion, that it's okay because we go back to the source of light, and the source of light is Jesus. We are called to go and share this light so today as we reflect this Good Friday let us turn our eyes once again upon Jesus this morning we're actually going to partake in communion together if you're in the room, you'll have communion on your seats. If you're at home, can I encourage you to go and, and grab something so you can partake in this next part of our service. But the bread that we take today is representation of His body, of all that He endured. And the drink we take is representative of Of his blood. I'm going to pray in a moment, and the band's going to come and they're going to lead us around a really beautiful song this morning called Remember. And as they do that, I want us collectively in the room or online to partake in communion together as we remember why we are here on Good Friday, the price that was paid for us so that we could be light bearers. Let's pray. Lord, we just want to say thank you. Jesus, thank you for everything that you did for us. The way you came to earth and lived a perfect life. The way you then willingly went to the cross at Calvary. There you died after being beaten scorned, rejected. But God, the thing that kept you there on that cross was the people, was was every person that walks the earth. God, you desire so much that we would have relationship with you, that you paid the ultimate price by substituting yourself so that we could have life. God, as you hung Jesus on that cross, you did it for everyone. And that's the invitation that each of us is presented with, that we can either turn towards you or away from you. But God, this Good Friday, we choose to turn towards you. We turn towards you, God, with a heart of thankfulness as we remember. You can take your communion this morning as the song's being sung.
0: Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.